I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. The best thing you can do is take a look and see where your traffic is coming from. So uh, so you know how to adjust in the future. I think my content that does better is the evergreen stuff. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We honestly would really love to know what you think. Definitely. I I would love to read some reviews, guys. Mm -hmm. For episode 17, we're focusing on evergreen content, and we're going to explain what that is and how it can help your business. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? So I recently picked up a small, like, four-pack of the Down East Cider Pear Edition. (laughs) So, I mean, if anybody's been listening to this podcast, I do love cider. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... I was not feeling like the regular cider and they had this like pear version, which is Sounds really, good. really refreshing. So, you know, we've been on the, the box wine kick for a little while and and my husband still is on the box wine, but I have transitioned to um, to other options. I kind of got boxed, boxed out. Well, as you said with this, you know, you are you like cider. Maybe this should be cider and content create. doesn't really go as well. <laughs> no, it doesn't go as well. Because I like cider, too. I am just sticking with tea today. Yeah. Um, well, you're you're always good for tea. Well, sometimes you do the the polar polar oh, springs. Yeah, polar springs. we can always have seltzer water in this house. We're not really. We used to. I used to love diet coke and all that kind of stuff, but I've tried to get off of that. So yeah, no, me too. Me too. Ugh, it's just I don't know. I feel like it's better for you. I feel like I'm at least getting like hydrated if I drink the seltzer water. <laughs> If there's any doctors listening to this podcast, they're probably like, this girl's an idiot, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, no what I am here. not an idiot about is evergreen content, mm-hmm. um, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And it's exactly what it sounds like. You think of evergreen trees, trees that are always in season. Well, evergreen content is content that can be used all year round. So it isn't like that specific to a season or a holiday content. So you don't, you know, it's not like gift guides or um, favorite bathing suits during summer or kind of that high um, tropical travel season or Halloween costumes in October. No, this is such unoptimized content that is continually relevant and stays fresh for readers over a long period of time. And it can be used any time of the year. Which is right. nice because you can always post it. Yeah. And I think what um, another way I like to think about evergreen content is anything that's not like trending at the moment. So, you yeah. know, that content have has like a shorter shelf life per se. So when you're thinking about your overall content strategy, maybe thinking of it, you know, you've got your evergreen content to your point. It's not, you know, holiday or season specific and it's also not trending. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, while I I love doing gift guides during the holidays or like, um, you know, we're, we're in summer now. So talking about summer travel, you know, 
it really is good to have that evergreen content because you can post it at any time. And, you know, I've used examples that would be applicable to bloggers because that's my business, but Mm product-based businesses, you can also use evergreen content. And that can come in the form of like, you know, tips, how-to content, product reviews that you've received from customers. So it's not, it's not necessarily blogger or influencer specific content. And also when you, you know, like you said about the the holiday specific, once you post that content, while it's good for a little bit, and obviously people are getting like when it comes to holidays, people are getting earlier and earlier with their gift guides because people seem to be, I mean, gosh, you see Christmas decorations up before, you know, Halloween these days, mm-hmm. you know, so while that is good for a while, once that holiday's passed, you know, those links probably well, people are searching aren't for that yeah, stuff. So exactly. Exactly. Um, but I like your point about, so we talked kind of like what it's not. It's not this seasonal, you know, trending content, but evergreen content, to your point, is really that content that can be used any time of the year, like the how-to, the tips, product reviews. So for me, as like a service-based entrepreneur, those mm-hmm. guides, the how-to and the tips really do go a long way. So a few examples of my own evergreen content are, you know, a lot of my blog, which you actually helped me write. Yeah. So I provide a lot of really valuable content that is pretty much relevant any time of the year. So for example, we did a post about slaying your to-do list. Now, this Mm -hmm. might be a little bit more trending at the beginning of the year, like when you're goal setting, but it really is relevant any time of the year. And it's likely to be, um, you know, picked up on those keywords any, you know, for a long time. Um, So similarly, like my post about outfits. Mm -hmm. So we have a blog post about outfits for your branding session. So I that that actually is evergreen for me because I speak about it in a very general way. It's it's talking about outfits from a more um, higher level view versus like I'm not talking about brand outfits to wear for the summer. I'm just talking about certain outfits and how to sort of categorize your outfits mm-hmm. for your branding session. So it's very much evergreen. And it's important that there's all when you think about it, there's all kinds of evergreen content because we've been talking mostly specifically about blog posts, but you're also talking about, um, you know, social media when you're talking about photos, you know, you have there are definitely like we live in the New England area. So during the winter, we have a lot of pictures with big coats on or Mm -hmm. sweaters and stuff like that. And then in the summer, we've got, you know, as I said, like the bathing suits and summer dresses and stuff. But I think it's important that you all show and you should you know this, Jesse, you know, talking about the outfits post. It's important to have kind of that um, in between look where you're not quite like summer ready, but you're not wearing a big coat or a big sweater so that you can kind of post that throughout the year. So nobody's like oh, she totally took that picture in January and she's just getting around to posting it now. Right. Some, you know, like I've got a couple pictures actually, you know, um, we've talked about planning out your Instagram feed. I've got a couple of pictures in the app that I use Planoly, um, not sponsored, but I love them, um, where I'm wearing a winter coat. And already I'm looking at that and thinking, I'm not going to be able to post that because it's getting to be, way too past that time. So it's important to have those kind of in-between outfits for your social media too, because 
you know, then, I mean, it's always great to have like specific hashtags too when it comes down to like the seasons, but also throwing in some hashtags that are on the more evergreen, like maybe um, location specific or something. Like I just did a blog post where, um, well, it, it was because of you, Jesse, when we went out to Las Vegas mm-hmm. for your wedding, we decided to do the whole Vegas thing. And, you know, even though we'd already been married for two years, we decided to renew our vows. And even though that, you know, Alex is wearing like Bermuda shorts and I'm wearing a a spring dress. It's not, it's always like that out there. Right. So it's, it can, and uh, people are traveling, traveling, you know, all throughout the year to Las Vegas. So that even travel guides can even be considered kind of evergreen, unless you're saying, you know, a specific, you know, why you should travel to this place during this time of the year, then that gets a little bit more specific. So, but you can try travel guides, FAQs, mm-hmm. you know, and those can, you can even do through Instagram stories. There's right. all different ways to use those, the, right. the evergreen content to kind of continuously be relevant. Right. And what I love about evergreen content, um, to your point, like the how to, the FAQs, the blog posts, those can easily, and we've talked about this before, easily be repurposed to content that makes it, in my opinion, more evergreen. So, mm-hmm. so for example, if you have a how to guide, you can create a pin on Pinterest and drive traffic yeah. that way. And when it's not necessarily a trending topic, it's going to get picked up by search engines more often than the highly trendy or date specific or season specific content. So I recently, and I'm not an SEO expert and I'm not even an expert on evergreen content. We're having this conversation based on our own experiences, but I recently read an, uh, an article that evergreen content just tends to be better with SEO. So when a search engine crawls websites, so if you put in a, a, a search for something and it crawls for those returns, it's going to rank the evergreen content more. So for example, if let's say you want, um, you know, outfit, fall outfit ideas out, like if you have keywords in your blog post or your articles written, you know, titled outfit trends for fall 21, it's not necessarily going to rank that as well as something that might just be like fall trends that never go out of style, something that's a little bit more, um, you know, that is evergreen. It's not talking about a specific season. So So the fact that you can use evergreen content to drive traffic to your blog continuously, like throughout the year, there's no time limit. That's not to say, though, that your seasonal and your trending topics aren't going to get traction. I mean, you know that we were just having this conversation that some of your your posts, recent posts around the holidays have done very, very well. So, you know, I posted about... um, Easter and Passover, because we, we do pre-record this, even though this episode isn't coming out for a couple months. Um, you know, I noticed that I did get some traction, but that's because people were specifically, it was Easter. <laughs> so they're specifically looking for Easter stuff. Will I get as much traction on that, you know, now, you know, now being when this episode is airing? Well, maybe people might look at it because I've mentioned it. But other than that, it's probably not going to get any traffic until next year. And that's the same thing, I think, when it comes to when you you were talking about pins, you know, you still want to pin. And, you know, we are going to be talking with somebody um, in the the future about Pinterest and how to drive traffic to your website through Pinterest. But um, because neither one of us are experts in that either. But you can have these you want to pin 
everything that you've got on your website to Pinterest because that is one of the ways to drive traffic. But when you're talking about gift guides, when you're talking about holiday specific or season specific, it might be popular for that specific period of time, but then it's probably not going to get picked up again. It's not going to pick up traffic until that next season or that next holiday involved. And then I think of my own behavior when I go on a Pinterest yeah. and I think, okay, I need, you know, outf- you know, business casual outfits or yep. whatever. I'm not doing business casual outfits for Christmas. I don't do oh. that unless it would be Christmas. So again, tying back, like th- if, if at least the way I think of it is like, yep. okay, what is going to get picked up more often than not? And that, and again, not to say that you don't want to not put out seasonal content, but you want to, as you approach your content creation, you want to have a mix of both because you obviously want to drive traffic to your website outside of those yeah. trendy times. Well, you know, as I mentioned with travel guides, um, you know, you can with don't don't forget that even if you create evergreen content like a travel guide or an FAQ or anything, you're going to want to keep those updated. So because they can live on, because they are still, they are relevant kind of all year round, you want to make sure. So, you know, if you have an FAQ about your business and at one point you were offering a product or a service and you answer a question about that product or service, but say you're not offering it anymore, you're going to want to go back into those that that blog post about your FAQs and change that. If you happen to know that, you know, one of the places you suggested on a travel guide is no longer open, you may want to go back and, you know, update that travel guide to reflect that change. And you can, you can do anything with that. You can do one of two things. I've seen both. I've seen successful bloggers do one of two things. They've either like, you know, actually mentioned the fact that, okay, this, you know, when this post originally was published, this is one of the things I recommended. It's no longer open. Here's what I would recommend, you know, instead, or you can completely just get rid of that, that location or whatever and have it, you know, recommend something else completely. You know, I don't think I, I haven't seen like Google docu for either way. So mm-hmm. I think you can do either thing. Mm-hmm. So just making sure like even like ever, we're not saying evergreen content is just stuff that you can set it and forget it. It's stuff that can continue to live on, but you're going to want to make sure that you you do keep it updated depending on what the actual material is and what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so. there's, there's, Another aspect of evergreen content that I think some of our listeners would be thinking about is, especially from the business and marketing side, is like the evergreen funnel. Mm. So, you know, that is where you have a funnel that sort of runs that can be done all year round versus. So I'm I'm talking about those businesses um, and companies that do like launches, right? They have various launches throughout the year and they might also have an evergreen system that gets people to the product or offer that they're selling. So when you create content, sometimes keeping in mind that, you know, oh, in the future, I might just want to like replay this webinar. I might just replay this um, Facebook Live that I've done. So when you think about it in advance of, oh, will I be able to use this information in the future? And when you do that, as you're recording or as you're preparing that information, keeping things out that may be trend-specific or date-specific, pulling out those dates, pulling out 
maybe um, certain things to have it like run continuously is really important. Well, I think that's what we try to do with this podcast is, you know, we may mention the fact that, yes, we're recording during, you know, following Easter. Um, But on the whole, we try to we try to make a balance. And I think that's important is figuring out that balance between what is going on now with trending with hashtag, you know, we've done the hashtag episode. Um, We're going to be doing an episode on Instagram bios or maybe I think that one we've actually already done now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, maybe I'm not being completely evergreen with this, but you want to find that balance because you can't have everything be evergreen, you know, because then you won't, you definitely with those specific blog posts or captions or hashtags, you can really increase your Mm -hmm. engagement. And then- Mm -hmm then you want to have that evergreen content so that people aren't just sticking around for the stuff that is seasonal, seasonally, wow. Seasonally, (laughs) I can't even say it, specific. Seasonally Seasonally specific. specific. So you want to find that balance between the two. And I I, I don't know if there's necessarily a, a I don't know, what would you say, Jesse? Is there like a specific ratio? You know, like they talk about Pinterest, you should have like so many of your pins versus so many of other pins. Would you say that there's a ratio for specific versus non-specific? For me, my business, so I'm a, you know, brand photographer and an educator. For me, I probably do about 75-25. So I probably have 75% is evergreen and 25% is not. For a blogger though, that might, that ratio could be, could be switched. What I would recommend everybody do is, and and I think you've done a great job because you just mentioned that you've seen your, your post from your Easter content do really, really well. And so understanding what content does really well and then planning for that. So you've got content that uh, um, non-evergreen content that does really well, but then you do also have evergreen content that also does really well. So I would say Mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is take a look and see where your traffic is coming from. So so you know how to adjust in the future. I think my content that does better is the evergreen stuff. People want to know you know, how to plan in advance for their branding shoot. So they're going to want that content that isn't so specific because they may be coming to me at any time of the year. True. So I would say for for me, having the evergreen content and content that's going to last um, or be relevant at any point is more important for my business. Yeah. So it, yes, I definitely think that figuring, and I feel like that's a lot of this podcast is just figuring out what works for you, figuring out what works for your business. Um, you know, a lot of your my my email newsletters can be very specific because I'm talking about specific blog posts that I've just released and those can be time specific. Like the other day, there was one that came out with Ariel in a bunny costume, you know? Yours are on the more evergreen mm-hmm. when it comes yes. to it, you know? Yeah. So I think so, it's just okay. whatever works yeah. for your business. Exactly. And again, translating that to, you know, blog posts and Instagram posts, we could even get, you know, we could even get into like how you can repurpose that evergreen content or you can also repurpose your seasonal content to evergreen content if you really try. I yeah, it, you could but. take the points within that specific post and I don't want to say make it more generic because that's not necessarily what evergreen content no. is about, but you could definitely pull out some of those details and and mm-hmm. make it, uh, you know, more SEO friendly when it comes to the evergreen keywords. I find it very interesting what you said, because I mean, 
I've spoken about SEO before. We've had we've had people talk about SEO before, but that was very interesting to me what you found about the fact that Google prioritizes evergreen content over um seasonally specific. I said at that time. Well, I think I think if I if I go in and I type, okay, I want, you know, what uh what outfits are trending for this year? It's yeah. going to return content that isn't evergreen. It's going to return yeah. content specific to that keyword, but the majority of people aren't going to necessarily be searching that. Sp- I mean, I don't know the, whether yeah. or not the majority or not, but I would say that that is, that is seasonally specific. Whereas most of the time people are going to type, you know, outfits for women or fall outfits for women. And it may not be like fall outfits, 2021. Yeah. It might just be fall outfits. So I think, I think, you know, well, it's when kind it, of like the hashtags where you got the specific ones and you got the bigger exactly, ones. Exactly. The bigger buckets. And, you know, when it, like, I would say for bloggers, there are definitely times of the year where you should focus more of your efforts on that evergreen content because, you know, I, I remember when I was planning my content for late November, early, well, late November into December, like, there's all the holidays. As I said, there's the, there's the gift guides. There's, you know, traditions you can do with your family. There's the best hot cocoa recipes. There's um, Christmas movies, holiday movies to watch, holiday books to read to your kids. Like there's so, there's like a limitless amount of topics that you can talk about during that time. So it's very easy for bloggers to plan out their November and December content. And then, you know, when we're transitioning from winter to spring, that's another easy time. The, so the the seasonal transitions can be very, very easy to talk about because there seems to be a lot of different things that you can talk that, that you can talk to. But then there are times like January to March. There's like, I don't know, Valentine's Day. Right. And, you know, not a lot of other things to talk about. So that's a good time to be focused a little bit more on your evergreen content so that you can have those. Again, you want people to stick around on your blog. You want people to stick around on your Instagram. Having those seasonally specific posts are great, but you also want to make sure that you are prioritizing the evergreen content because that is that's essentially what I, I feel like that is the key to getting people to stick around for your brand. So they can because they can they might be like, oh, yeah, they can do this. But that time of the year is over. Right. Right. Exactly. And I think that goes along with any type of business. So yeah, uh, whether you're product based, service based, um, a, a blogger, a brand, a photographer. So all, yeah. all, all good points. All good points. Well, I think we're going to keep this a little bit shorter of an episode. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes, head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. We hope we made this show kind of evergreen for you. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. We'd love it if you'd leave us a review, like Jesse said, on Apple Podcasts or wherever listening. And you can email us at cocktails and content creation at gmail.com i'm kate andrews and you can follow me on instagram at fashionably kate and co and i'm jesse wyman you can follow me on instagram at jesse wyman photos or if you're a photographer looking to get into brand photography you can check out me and my course at the brand photographer method 
But make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.